You're listening to the Bad Religion Podcast, Episode 8, for May 22nd, 2006. Welcome to the 8th episode of the Bad Religion Podcast. As always, I'm your host, Ico Kenny. To honor the first Greg Graffin solo show in years, the theme of this show will be the acoustic versions of Bad Religion songs, with a little American Legion and American Standards thrown in. We're going to start things off with an unplugged version of Suffer. This was done for some radio show a little time after Suffer was recorded, and consists of Brett playing acoustic guitar and singing harmonies, and Greg singing. Here goes. Business man whose master plan controls the world each day. 
Uh, go away, you guys are joking. Oh, this is a big joke. Suffer was actually one of the few songs that Greg and Brett collaborated writing on. As I mentioned on the DVD, even though the two have written dozens of songs as individuals over the years, they have only worked together a few times on the writing process. The collaborative songs are Suffer, American Jesus, and one more that I can't remember. I'm not entirely sure where the next song comes from. This is a solo song recorded by Greg called Tell Me What You Think. It essentially goes through a laundry list of environmental and social problems that may affect the Earth in the near future. One of them, the levees breaking in New Orleans, came true last fall with the coming of Hurricane Katrina. Here's that song now, complete with the over-the-top choir awes in the beginning.
been quite a lot of bad religion news since the last episode where I did a news update. First off, Greg played two solo shows in Germany in early May. Steven over at badreligion.net was able to capture some of the second show in Berlin, including some acoustic versions of bad religion songs and some new songs off of Cold as a Clay. I'll play one of these songs at the end of the show today. Graffin also announced that he will be playing a show in Buffalo in July on the eve of the release of his new album. He will also be opening for the Weaker Thens in a few other locations, such as at the Philly show, which I will be going to. What's hilarious about Greg playing in Buffalo is that it's a notorious we've-never-been-there spot for bad religion. The answer even has Greg saying, Western New York, Buffalo in particular, is a cesspool of the world, and every person that's been kicked out of every other respectable city ends up in Buffalo at a show in Cleveland. Next thing you know, he'll be announcing a solo show in Australia and New Zealand, which, yes, I am aware is in fact a separate country from Australia. 
Unlike the two European solo shows, this time Greg will be accompanied by the backup band from the Weaker Thans who performed on the album. The Weaker Thans will also be playing at the show. Interestingly, John Sampson, the vocalist for the band, apparently did a cover of The Voice of God is Government when he was a kid in the early 80s. Maybe we'll see the band playing the song. Probably not. So I actually bought tickets to the Philly show, and the Buffalo show as well before it was announced that he would be heading to Philly. If anyone is going to be at the Philly show, send me an email at brpodcast at gmail.com and I'll see if I'll be able to meet up with you before the show. Also, I'm going to see if I can sell the ticket I bought for the Buffalo show. If you're interested in that ticket, send me an email and I'll see if it's possible for me to send it to you. If anyone has suggestions for what type of recorder I should use to bootleg the show, send me an email. I hope to play the entire show on the podcast, and I don't want it turning out like the last show I recorded. Yep. That was a clip from Let Them Meet Washington, a show they played in D.C. in November of 2004 that I recorded with a rather crappy recording device. The name, by the way, is my own stupid name for it. I figured it was cleverer than things like Loosing Generation and Stranger Than Pulp Fiction. Anyways, some more information about Cold Is The Clay has been released recently. The cover art and the liner notes for the song have now been published. Interestingly, the last track on the album, Footsteps in the Snow, seems to have disappeared. Hopefully the song will reappear as a b-side somewhere. Graven is also co-authoring a book on evolution coming out in the summer. The title of the book is, Is Belief in God Good, Bad, or Irrelevant? A professor and a punk rocker discuss science, religion, naturalism, and Christianity. The other author of the book, a professor at a Christian college and a self-proclaimed fan of bad religion, is named Preston Jones, and Amazon.com lists him as having published several history books. The book itself will be a back-and-forth email correspondence between Graffin and Preston on topics such as God, religion, knowledge, and more. The 168-page book comes out on July 30th for those interested. Despite all this talk about Graffin, the entire band, well, probably not Brett, have announced a few shows that they will be playing this summer. These include Spain, Las Vegas, and San Diego. And as Jay mentioned in the last episode, they're thinking about a Canadian tour later this year. Well, that's all for this week's news. The next song comes from the Seattle Sessions, a bootleg where the band played in a studio in front of a small group of people for a radio station. Most bands play acoustic versions of their songs at these types of shows, but I guess Bad Religion was too cool for that. Anyways, let's just call this the agnostic version of Sowing the Seeds of Utopia, one of the better songs off of No Substance.
going to try and do something new with the listener interaction section of the podcast this week. I'm going to play five very short clips of Bad Religion songs. What you need to do is send what you think these five songs are to me at brpodcast at gmail.com. The person or people who get the highest number of correct answers will get their name featured on the next podcast and maybe some other sort of prize if I can think of it. Maybe some shows that I have that you don't have or something. I don't know. So, without further ado, here are the five clips. Number one. Number two. Number three. Number four. And number five. I tried to make these difficult without being too difficult, but if they're too easy or too hard, I'll make sure to adjust the ones for the next episode accordingly. Once again, in case you miss them, here are the five songs again. Number one. Number two. Number three. Number four. And number five. Remember to send your guesses to brpodcast at gmail.com. Let's move on to the next song, this one being a duet Greg did with Joan Jett called Let's Do It. It's not one of my personal favorites. In fact, I kind of find it annoying, but let's play it anyways. When the little bluebird who has never said a word starts to sing. song up is my favorite bad religion acoustic song a thousand more fools this song was recorded along with do what you want and a different version of suffer than heard before while the album suffer was still being worked on this song in my opinion has some of the best lyrics from a bad religion song although brett did go a little overboard with them i still don't know what phantasmal or inchoate mean and i've looked them up plenty of times Anyway, the song directly refers to Jesus' Sermon on the Mount, known as the Beatitudes. The Beatitudes are considered to be Jesus' comments on the Ten Commandments and contain such passages as Turn the Other Cheek and The Meek Shall Inherit the Earth, as mentioned in the first verse of A Thousand More Fools. 
The overall meaning of the song, to me, is Mr. Brett's rejection of Jesus, Christianity, and religion in general as a savior for the people who depend on it. The 1,000 More Fools see references in the title are those who live a meager life in a desperate attempt to reach the afterlife. The institution of this thinking, coming from the microwave transmissions that bombard us every day, keeps our minds ensconed within the murky deep. The wanting infants who have not yet been exposed to this form of mind control are the ones that display the true passion and rapture, for they are not relying on a religion that offers them nothing in return. Anyways, here's the acoustic version of A Thousand More Fools. Say that the meek shall reign on earth Phantasmal myriads of St. Bucolic birth I've seen the rapture in a starving baby's eyes Incoate beatitude, the Lord of the flies So what does it mean when your mind starts to stray? Kaleidoscopic images of love on the way Brother, you'd better get down on your knees and pay A thousand more fools are being born Every fucking day Try to tell me that the lamb is on the way With microwave transmission they bombard us every day The masses are obsequious, contented in their sleep The vortex of their minds ensconced within the murky deep So what does it mean when your mind starts to stray? Kaleidoscopic images of love on the way Brother, you'd better get down on your knees and pay A thousand more fools are being born Every fucking day section this week comes from the chimp punks in case you missed episode 5 when i played their version of generator they're essentially a band who do covers of punk songs as if they were alvin and the chipmunks here's their version of sorrow father can you hear me how have i let you down i curse the day that i was born all the sorrow in this world Let me take you to the hurting ground Where all good men are trampled down Just to settle a bet that could not be won Between a prideful father and his son 
section this week will not be nearly as exciting as last week's interview with Jay. That's because this one is from the archives, consisting of Greg talking about the Empire Strikes First album on Norwegian radio in 2004. Here goes. Our goal was to try to make a record that was uh, a notch higher than the process of belief, which, uh, as you might remember, came out about two years ago, and it was seen by many bad religion fans as a classic return to form and um, we wanted to make a record this time that uh, proved that the process of belief was not just a fluke was not just some lucky happening but actually was uh, the beginning of a new evolution for bad religion and uh, this album I think continues that evolution Topics we cover are, um, of course, uh, the political climate in North America, which uh, is so dominant a force right now that uh, we couldn't go silent. Another one of the topics covered, uh, as reflected in the song Sinister Rouge, is uh, criticism of the Roman Catholic Church. Uh, it might seem like bad religion has stood against the Roman Catholic Church since its beginnings because of our Crossbuster logo, but we actually never have made a song specifically that um, illustrates some of the evil tendencies of the Roman Catholic Church. And uh, Sinister Rouge talks about two things, the Inquisition in the Middle Ages uh, and its modern counterpart, the uh, child-molesting priests. Sinister Rouge, 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 Sinister Rouge,
in the game, it's not we're not trying to do something new and fresh. We're trying to uh, extend the life of bad religion, basically, by showing that we are still viable and that we can still do what we do best, which is uh, make uh, social commentary and provoke people to think about the world that they live in. Uh, it's not hard for us at all to uh, to maintain uh, our tradition. Uh, what is difficult is, uh, you know, to perform and to stay in great physical shape and uh, make sure that uh, the ravages of time don't uh, detract from us too much. <laughs> I mean, if you listen to the types of bands that uh, Epitaph is signing, you'll see that uh, punk really is diverse. You know, it's not as uh, uh, it's it's evolved into many subgenres, and uh, it's not as uh, formulaic and stale as people like to make it. It's time for not so bad religion banter. Yep. I made a new introduction for this most awesome of sections, the Not-So-Bad-Religion banter section. Here's a little clip of Greg talking from 1997. We want, but we want you to tell at least 10 or 20 friends and have them tell 20 friends because if this record goes gold, hold on for a second, we want this record to make us richer beyond our wildest dreams. Because, 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 because if just think, if we are so rich that we don't we can feed our families and do everything, we're having so much fun in these places, we could play these shows for free for the rest of our lives. Which is what we really want to do anyways. Well, that's it for episode eight. Before I get into the last two songs of the week, I'd like to mention that starting soon there will be a greater integration between this podcast and the brpage.net. The podcast page will soon become a section of the website, much like how Defining Bad Religion is now contained entirely within that site. This hopefully means that more people will be exposed to the podcast and that you'll be able to find news posts of the new episodes there. The transformation should hopefully be complete by the next episode. I'm also still trying to get the podcast police at the iTunes Music Store to accept the podcast so that people can subscribe through there without having to do it manually. Hopefully, if I do some work on the feed, they'll let down their rejection guard, but who knows. Anyways, the first outro song this week comes from the Greg Graffin solo show in Berlin. This is one of Greg's new original songs off of Cold as a Clay, and it's called The Watchmaker's Dial. The final song this week is a demo that Greg did on a synthesizer of pessimistic lines. This is one of my favorite final songs on an album, perhaps only bested by Walk Away. This song is one of those few songs that Greg is talking about himself in the band. The pessimistic lines are the often dark songs that the band writes about. But on another level, the song is also criticizing those who live their lives in hope of some god in their superstitious lives, providing us with the solution to all of our problems. As with A Thousand More Fools, the message of faith and the notion that everything will be alright is broadcast over our airwaves to constantly reinforce the message. This makes anyone doubting the idea, such as Graffin, a pessimist, and his songs, Pessimistic Lines. On a final note, you may have noticed that I changed how I did my voice a bit in this episode. This is in response to several people commenting that they didn't like how it sounded in previous episodes. 
If you like this way better or feel that the old way was better, send me an email or leave a comment at the blog. Anyways, thanks for listening. Alright, this song is called The Watchmaker's Dial. And I kind of dedicated it to uh, Richard Dawkins. Because I, I don't know if you've heard of intelligent design. It's kind of a concept of the crazy Americans. <laughs> Believe me, you don't want to hear about it. <laughs> I don't subscribe to it. So. <clears throat> oh, yeah, 